Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 399, for Saturday, March 25th, 2017. This is the BGG Top Ten edition. Ah yes, I finally have gotten around to doing this. Life has settled down enough. I've got some back episodes of some of the alternate and secondary uh, lists in this podcast. I'm going to see if I can start reeling them out and spooling them out here on Saturdays going forward. This is actually going back to January 1st. So what we're going to look at is the top 10 games on Board Game Geek as of January 1st as I do this in a quarterly fashion. And April 1st is coming up next week. What's interesting about this particular list is that the very first list I did was for January 1st, 2007, so 10 years before, and, well, I guess that's an, as a noteworthy milestone. So everything I say here, imagine I was saying it on January 1st. Five games have left the top 10 in the last year. In January of 2016, it was Eclipse, which is now number 18. In April, it was Android Netrunner, which has fallen down to number 19. In October, we lost two games, Through the Ages, the first edition, which is now number 12, and Mage Knight board game, now number 13. And now the fifth one to go is a big one. The last three quarters, it went from number 8 to number 9, and has now slid down to number 11, falling out of the top 10 after a 36-quarter run, which is 9 years, is Agricola, by Uva Rosenberg, published by Z-Man Games, with a rating of 7.98. That is one point less than it had uh, last quarter, and in fact has lost one point every quarter this year. Agricola peaked at number one for six quarters in late 2008 and through 2009. Its peak rating was 8.34 on October of 2008, the date that of its accession to number one. Over the last few years, it's just been in a steady decline, uh, going back to, well, 2008, or January of 2009, it had a rating of 833, and then over the next year it slid to 822 as it dueled out with Puerto Rico, and then it lost 3 points, 2 points, 1 point, and then 4, 5, 5, 4. So it's been a steady decline, not unusual for games to have a decay in their ratings, and it was accelerated, at, well, not even really accelerated by Caverna, although Caverna certainly helped things along. So that's five games over the course of a year. Well, I guess over the course of, yeah, well, basically a year. The last time we had something similar was in 2012-2013, when over the span of 18 months, a year and a half, four games left the top 10. And when those games left, the four games that came in were Eclipse, Android Netrunner, Mage Knight, all three now gone, and Terra Mystica. So... Uh, 2012 has long been, I've long recognized it as an important year for board games. Won a lot of big and popular games that year. Uh, looks like 2016 
is another one like that. So a lot of shakeup, certainly in the lower regions of the top 10 this time around. That's unusual. And as I usually do when I have, I'm doing January 1st's list, I will be able to do a retrospective of previous years, except it won't be that impressive because there aren't really a lot of very long-running games in the list right now. In its seventh quarter on the list, sliding back two spots to number 10 is The Castles of Burgundy by Stefan Felt, published by Alia and Ravensburger, with a rating of 7.99. And I'll just note here, like usual, when the list started, the geek score provided, the geek rating provided, only had two decimal places. Now it has three, but it's still easier most times to look at the two because it's simpler, fewer numbers. So that's two points more than it had a year ago. It's level uh, from one quarter to the next. 7.99, though, again, sets the mark for the highest rated number 10 game that we've ever seen. Many times this rating of almost eight would have been good enough for number six, but because of the intense competition right now or whatever's going on with the ratings, number 10. In its 41st quarter on the list, so one of only two games to remain that has been on the list every time, although that may not last much longer, it is Puerto Rico. It just spent four quarters at number six and has now slid back three spots all the way down to number nine. Puerto Rico is by Andreas Seafarth, published by Rio Grande Games, and its rating is 8.00. That's down a point for the quarter, down three points for the year. That's two years in a row. It's had a three-point decline. Uh, a couple years ago, it lost five points. Before that, four. So it's about normal, a normal decay, not quite as steep as Agricola's. Its uh, precise geek rating is actually 7.999 which is a nine-point decline there. Another decline like that, and it will be out of the top ten. We've been watching the battle between Agricola and Puerto Rico for years, ever since really Agricola took the number one spot, and then Twilight Struggle took it from both of them, but they continued to battle for number two. Puerto Rico finally got the upper hand and passed Agricola a couple of years ago, and, uh, well, I guess now we're, we're done watching that battle because Agricola's gone, and... Puerto Rico is about to be. Climbing two spots in its second quarter on the list to number eight is Seven Wonders Duel by Antoine Bauza and Bruno Catala, published by Repost Production with a rating of 8.02. as a three-point gain from last quarter, following on its three-point gain of the quarter before. After two quarters at number five, sliding back to number seven is Caverna, the Cave Farmers, by Uwe Rosenberg, published by Z-Man Games, with a rating of 8.03. So one-point decline from last quarter and a three-point decline from a year ago. It's only been around as its 11th quarter on the list, so it was around two years ago. It went up a point from January 2015 to January 2016, now down three. The last time it was number seven was this low on the list was October of 2014. Our new entry, the one that booted Agricola out, moving up from number 12 last quarter up to number 6, is Scythe by Jamie Stegmeier and Alan Stone, published by Stonemeyer Games with a rating of 8.05. 
That's a gain of seven points from last quarter, but not the biggest gain that we have in the top ten. Climbing two spots in its second quarter to number five is Star Wars Rebellion by Corey Kaneska, published by Fantasy Flight Games, the rating of 8.08. That is an eight-point gain, and so it is more than the gain that Scythe had. Or my mistake, Scythe and Star Wars Rebellion both had eight-point gains. One, I think, useful comparison is comparing Star Wars Rebellion to Android Netrunner. Android Netrunner, they're both Fantasy Flight games. And for considering that Fantasy Flight is widely is one of the bigger game publishers we have, there aren't a lot of really high-rated, or highly ranked, rather, Fantasy Flight games. Android Netrunner is the best game Fantasy Flight, or the highest peak of a game Fantasy Flight ever published. It peaked at number four. Uh, right now, Star Wars Rebellion at number five. At the nine-month mark, which is where we are for Rebellion, it was released basically the day before April 1st last year. Uh, when Android Nutrunner was at nine months, it had a rating of 8.11811 and was also at number five. Star Wars Rebellion's at 808 and is at number five. We'll see whether it can climb up to that number four position. It'll be a, a tougher haul because the, the competition is much stronger in the upper reaches of the list than it was when Android Netrunner was around. If our top two games didn't weren't included, and we were just looking at the same competition that Netrunner had, well, it had Twilight Struggle at number one, Agricola and Puerto Rico at two and three, and then that's when it came in at number four. And, well, it's different. It's a different combination of competition here for Rebellion. For the third quarter in a row, at number four, it is Terra Mystica by Jens Drogemuller and Helga Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games with a rating of 8.15. So note a seven-point gap between Rebellion and Terra Mystica. Seven points is a lot. Yes, Rebellion and Scythe both gained eight points in the quarter. That's not unusual for new games entering. The three-point gain of Seven Wonders Duel is pretty impressive. Seven points is a lot. That's a one-point gain for the year for Terra Mystica after a four-point gain two years ago and a seven-point gain three years ago. The, it hit its peak rating, peak precise rating of 8.152 last quarter and is still right there, still at its peak rating. This is the 14th quarter for Terra Mystica on the list, which makes it the third longest-running game we have in the top ten after the two games that were original to the list, Twilight, uh, Puerto Rico and Twilight Struggle, which we see next here at number three. Repeating there for the second quarter in a row, Twilight Struggle by Ananda Gupta and Jason Matthews. Its rating is 8.23, an eight-point gap between Twilight Struggle and Terra Mystica. Uh, I mentioned again the gap, how much a, of a difference seven or eight points is from Rebellion at number 5 all the way down to Castles of Burgundy at number 10. That's only 9 points to spread those games. 8.23 for Twilight Struggle is a 3-point gain for the year. That's after it lost 2 points last year due to ratings bashing from Pandemic Legacy. And the previous couple of years it was stable. But 8.23 is still a better better rating than it had for all of 2015 and all of 2016, and it's number three. 
those, of course, those other years, it was number one the entire time. In its fourth quarter on the list, holding at number two for the second quarter in a row, is Through the Ages, A New Story of Civilization by Vlada Kavadal, published by Czech Games Edition with a rating of 8.28. There are a five-point gap between Through the Ages and Twilight Struggle, which was mostly gained to this quarter, a four-point gain for the quarter after a five-point gain last quarter. Its precise rating is now 8.279, which puts it at number four on a list of games with the highest ratings ever, behind Pandemic Legacy, Puerto Rico, and Agricola. Those are the only three games that have ever had a rating higher than Through the Ages has right now. And when they had that rating, they were number one. And as ahead of Twilight Struggle on that list, Twilight Struggle now has the fifth best rating for a game. But Through the Ages is not number one, and may never be. I Just like we went years and years with it seeming like Twilight Struggle was unassailable, it sure looks that way for this number one as well. And number one for the fifth quarter in a row, it is, and it's only on the list for the fifth time, right? It debuted at number one. It's Pandemic Legacy by Rob Davio and Matt Leacock, published by Z-Man Games with a rating of 8.46. That is a four-point gain for the quarter after it had a three-point gain last quarter. So in other words, it gained more, it has accelerated. That that never happens. That never happens that the, the rating goes has a, a larger increase after a few quarters in. It's a 25-point gain for the year, and there's an 18-point separation between number one and number two, or bigger than the gap, or well, bigger than the gap between number two and number four. Uh, about the same as the gap from number five down to number. 12 or 13 it's it's a juggernaut it just it's amazing this is 8.46 that is the highest recorded rating ever on board game geek i don't mean just in the course of this list although this list does go back a long way but ever puerto rico never had a rating this high agricola never had a rating this high no other game has Pandemic Legacy has the highest geek rating on the site in its history. 8.46. So, the king reigns. Long live the king. For Saturday, March 25th, covering January 1st, 2017.